Guys, welcome back to the Ike MA podcast or the Ike MA show. I'm joined in studio with Muay Thai fight side Jacob Thompson. Jacob, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm good, thank you, mate. How are you? Not bad, not bad. But no, I'm good as well. Just um, feeling a bit under the weather with a bit of a cough. But look, um, I've been, we've been trying to schedule this thing, but the, our times just keep our schedules just keep clashing. Just if you're busy, oh, then no. free. Or if I'm free, then you're busy doing something. But getting right into it, I mean, I've spoken to you, just speaking to you now for the first time. Um, first of all, combat sports. I mean, can you give me just or give the you know the audience just a brief history and background of me about yourself and what kind of enticed you into going into combat sports? And then beyond that, being more specific, uh, Muay Thai. Um, to be honest, like when I was younger. Uh, I think I just obviously wanted I wanted to learn how to fight or I don't really know to be honest but um, obviously I was like thought about all the normal things like boxing and that but like, it didn't really interest me too much and then uh, I heard about Muay Thai and obviously I heard about obviously you you could elbow and that so I think to be honest that's what that's what really enticed me into it but um, yeah I thought when I first started it. It wasn't, um, I wouldn't say I necessarily like, fell in love with it straight away. I just enjoyed it for the, like, I'd go down, train, do a little bit of sparring or whatever. Like, But um, I didn't take it too seriously. And then as I got a little bit older, maybe uh, like started going down the wrong path a little bit. But um, like Andy, my coach, like, he was always there, always trying to, trying to, sort of keep me on the right track and eventually obviously um I just sort of realised realised that I needed to to sort myself out. And um yeah, like I just started training properly, training every day. And yeah, that's pretty much how, how I got into it. I know that Muay Thai isn't as full on or as severe as um say mixed martial arts. Because mixed martial arts is almost if you've got everything in the kicks, the takedowns the strike and the punches, uh, the kneeing, just all the kind of offences and defences you can see in mixed martial arts. But with Muay Thai, I mean, were there any concerns from family or friends about maybe your overall health, maybe an injury may have been just far too severe and caused really, you know, some serious consequences for you? Um. Yeah, I think, obviously, when I first started it, like, I wouldn't say that my parents were necessarily... um like impressed with it like I think they obviously just thought it was going to make me a bit more naughty or whatever but um obviously eventually when I started started doing good things with it you know and it as I said was sort of keeping on the right track I think they they obviously realized that as much as it as much as it is is a violent sport it also you know sort of teaches you teaches you a lot and obviously you have to be a good person and sort of do the right thing you know, and just discipline and obviously the basic the basic sort of um what would you call it? Morals that you need as a fighter. Um did you also find it quite because you said that at some point you did find yourself going around the, the wrong path or so, following the wrong crowds. Did did you find it maybe quite therapeutic? This is a way to kind of vent out the anger and frustration you may have been feeling at some times or some days. 
Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, but I, I wouldn't even necessarily say it's just sort of um, violence and anger as such, but it's that it's it's like the carrying out of violence. Uh, like, and I know that obviously might sound a bit a bit um, like weird, but it's like obviously with Ty, you you have a hard spar with someone. It's not like a spiteful thing. Like you're being violent with each other, but you then bumble around and you, you're laughing with each other. You, you you're you're hugging each other, and and the same with a fight like that. You're really trying to hurt your opponent, um. But then the second that that bell rings, you know, it's just like it's almost like almost like instantly you have that connection yes. because you both obviously you respect each other, you know, no matter what. Because you both know that that you're in there for the same thing. Yes, yes. And 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 what it takes to get there as well. So you have that mutual respect for each other. Um, I'm kind of like, like jumping in the gun a bit here for questions I got in my mind to ask you, but um, yeah, no. um, your last fight that you had with um, uh, Ian Patel, um, yeah, what were, as in. It's something I do ask fighters quite because something that um at the moment I'm sure you can tell um what's happening on the MMA side of things um not that this guy lost a fight but I think some other domestic issues are going on that people are trying to really drag his name through their money just giving him a hard time. I mean, after you've um come out the you come out of a fight but you didn't win, um what are people's as in reaction towards? You? I mean, does it really? dent your state of mind your mental strength to the point of maybe you want to quit because i do know i've seen some comments on social media and i do think to myself well at least the person who didn't win the fight at least had the guts and the balls to go in there and do what i'm assuming i'm, I'm guessing the other person who's trolling you online would never do yeah well um yeah to be honest like not even to to be like that, like, I couldn't really care what like people think. Like, I never got into fighting to to like impress other people or 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 bother what other people think about me. Like, I just enjoy it. So you know, like, I lost the fight, but to be honest, you know, like I wasn't I wasn't happy with my performance one bit. Um, you know, so. Because obviously, when I was talking about it with with sort of certain people after, um, I I sort of remember saying that I would have been just as annoyed if I won it, you know, because it's it's I just didn't perform. I just didn't perform how I know I could have, you know. So, you know, I take I take it on the chin, and 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 props to Liam because he was very very tricky, you know, like he made it he made it a tricky fight and. I think I not to say like didn't prepare for it properly, but I just didn't necessarily anticipate like like the effect of maybe his teeps, like teep that constant teep to legs and things, you know. And like what I realized obviously after I was in there with him is that it's not necessarily how tall he is, yeah, because obviously he's very tall for the weight division, but like it's like and I say this with all respect, like it's he's very disproportionate. Like his legs are are so long compared to his body. You know, so even though he's six foot, he's like he's got the legs of someone who's taller. 
And it's like that that little thing that I didn't didn't sort of anticipate, you know. No, but, um, but I say that it's that that's just one sort of little aspect of why I think um I struggle to to just I don't know what it was getting my rhythm or 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 fight my fight um but or get into my flow whatever you want to call it um yeah it's. It's annoying, but at the same time, as I said, I couldn't care what other people think about it. Like, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I, it's damaged me. Like, some people might say, oh, well, I don't know, but yeah, me personally, I like, I've learned from it. So I'd rather, I'd rather take that loss and 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 learn the lesson, you know. Your fight coming up in February next year at the Hitman Fight League Road to One Championship. So can you talk a, a bit about that? I mean, I was looking at your pro, your Instagram profile, looking at the um one championship and the um Hitman Fight League. Have you got an opponent yet for that for upcoming bout? Um well, I don't know who I'll be fighting in, in the first round, but obviously it's a four man tournament and it's it's two fights in one night, so Oh, right. It's yeah. Okay. Um I mean when uh, I when I when I obviously first heard about it. Yes. I, I just sort of assumed that it was gonna be separated, so it'd be the semi final and then the final uh a couple months down the line. But obviously when it got announced, I see I, I see that it said um that two fights in one night, so I thought obviously that's interesting. But listen, it's, that's why I love this sport, you know, the 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 challenge of it. Like, yeah, it's crazy, but that's why it's brilliant. Two fights in one night. I mean, do you feel? I mean, you haven't been told who your opponent is going to be yet. Um, so, let me just understand this without sounding like an idiot. Is it? As in two separate fights, completely not as in two separate rounds, but two separate fights, same opponent, and that's how it's the uh, how it's arranged. No, so it'll be the semi final, and then I assume it'll be like a a break or whatever. Well, not necessarily a break, but maybe a, obviously a few fights in between, and then it'll be the final of the the winners of the semi finals. And Road to One Championship, that is a big platform, so it's going to be a big big deal. I mean. Do you feel any pressure, of course, to get the win in the in the bag, at least on both occasions or on this in that um, night? Listen, I feel the same pressure as, as any fight, like to be honest. I treat every fight as the biggest fight of my life anyway, because it is. You know, the past, the past, and whatever is coming in the future is always the most important thing, you know. So no matter what, I don't think I don't think there's any other pressure. It's just like things falling into place, you know, because yeah. that's obviously where I wanna that's where I wanna be anyway, you know, and, and like if anything, the more pressure of, of, of anything makes me a better better fighter, improves me as a person. So yeah. Um you're still a very young fighter now, so you've still got a lot of um uh, years ahead of you. Um but what plans do you have in mind for for the for the future? I mean saying uh, say the five the next five or six or ten years 
where do you see yourself? I mean, you're happy with Muay Thai. You wouldn't think of venturing into, say, another branch of combat sports, even if it's mixed martial arts or bare knuckle. Um, well, I mean, what does your future then look like? Where do you want to see yourself in the next five to ten years or so? Um, yeah, 100%. I don't, I don't really see myself transferring to anything else. Um, you know, like, don't get me wrong. I think MMA and everything else and, and the bare knuckle stuff or whatever, like, it's brilliant. But, you know, like, Muay Thai is my thing. And I think especially now, obviously, with one, how, how they're, they're sort of making a whole new, a whole new sport out of it, to be honest. Um, like, obviously, just announced today, you've got the partnership with Sky Sports, yeah. which is, which is, Obviously, we'll see how it plays out, but, you know, massive, massive for the sport, especially domestically, you know, and as long as it's obviously marketed correctly and everything, like, it bringing a whole, a whole new sort of market or whatever, or, or viewership, whatever you want to call it. So, um, for a typical um, fight that's um coming up or in the run-up to, in the lead-up to, your fight camp, as in, How's it? What does it look like? What what happens? I mean, I'm guessing it's almost the same for every um athlete. It would not look too different, but for you specifically, how do you like to usually um take things and handle things? Um, to be honest, I've always done the same thing. Right, obviously, I'll do whatever whatever Andy says, you know. And obviously, we're in the gym, like in camp, right? Well, we're in the gym every day every day anyway, you know, whether I've got a fight coming up or not, you know, like I, I PT there. So no matter what, I'm still down there training. But obviously when I have a fight, it's just up in the intensity of it, to be honest, you know, more rounds, longer rounds, harder rounds, more sort of circuits, whatever at the end, more strength and conditioning. You know, it's just, just more intense, obviously more, more stringent with my diet, but but even my diet as well, it's not like I don't necessarily go crazy. I just keep it simple. I keep it simple. But like I've never had a nutritionist or anything like that. Um, I've always just sort of done my own research, and I've never in camp. I never really lose into necessarily eat weight. Um, eat weight, sorry, lose weight. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm never eating to lose weight. It's um. It's more for, for for feeling the best, you know. Whatever I'm gonna, whatever's gonna fuel me the best, make me feel feel good. Um, that's what I eat. So I'm not really counting calories or anything like that. But where I've obviously just always done it myself, I've sort of got it down to my own my own sort of strategy now. Always, always works. As I said, like. I'm disciplined with it, but at the same time, I, I'm not necessarily like forcing myself to eat anything I don't want or whatever. So as I say, I keep it simple, and yeah, always made weight, never miss weight. You say um, in terms of your diet that uh, you don't go crazy or anything in terms of keeping it clean, but um, of course you want to eat the best food, the best nutrition, so you feel great in the gym. Seeing how these how you guys train because um combat sports athletes especially mixed martial arts and Muay Thai fighters because you guys 
your activity levels are very high, very intense. I could have thought, and call me stupid or call me silly for even mentioning this or asking this, I would have thought the calories, the body it goes runs through you guys very quickly because the um activity levels, energy levels are always very high because they're always very, very active. Um, yeah, 100%. Obviously, you're losing, you're losing calories, but you're losing a lot more calories than a normal person would be. And obviously, you need to need to replace that. But as I said, everyone everyone's different with it. Some people obviously have nutritionists there. They tell them that everything to weigh out, whatever, how much to put in. Uh, everyone's different. Uh, I just, as I say, personally, um. I know what I sort of need to eat to, to keep me feel the best and I just stick to it. Now, in combat sports or in Muay Thai, is there any particular figure that, um, I mean, you told me I assume what led you to be, um, to, um, the, to get involved in the sport, but is there any particular figure um, or athlete in the sport that does inspire you? Um... It's hard to say, like, it's not, I wouldn't necessarily, I don't, I don't really know, like, obviously I've got plenty of, plenty of fighters that I admire, that I think are brilliant, but, as I said, I never, I never sort of knew about the sport when I was getting into it, so it was not like I never had sort of any inspiration, sort of from, from that, that sense, um, but, uh, like Alfie, you know, like my my teammate Alfie, like literally started training after me. Um, and what he's been training maybe like three three years now, maybe a little bit longer, maybe a little bit less. Like, I can't even remember, but not not very long. And literally been been out in Thailand, um, absolutely, like absolutely killing it. First first British fighter to ever fight for the Raja belt, um beat Adam Noy, you know, so like if anything, yeah, like he's probably one of my biggest inspirations, you know, to show me to show to show everyone that, you know, like it is possible for 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 us to go out there and compete compete with the tires and the highest level sort of stadium fighters. Um but another one like Haggerty, John Haggerty. Yes. Yeah, he's another example of someone who's he, you know, like he's out there and he's doing it, you know, he beat the man, Mungo, um, obviously won his last fight as well. So no matter what, like he's putting a massive, a massive um, stamp on the sport for the UK. So he's another person that just, you know, shows what shows what's possible in the sport, like not being a tie or whatever. So, so yeah, like, if anything, like I'd say maybe they're my inspiration, but I don't really know that. Um, venturing away from more time, I just to get your opinion on the matter, um, because it looks like there's something just will not go <laughs> away. Um, and if you want to give your your take on it, um, the Ian. What was that? Sorry, what was that? Sorry, I didn't hear you. No, if you want to give your take on it, um, the situation, oh. yeah, um, the Ian Gary Massa. Uh, I mean, what do you think about? I mean. The upcoming fight he's he's gonna have against um Vincent Luque, um 
And also, do you think he should attend the press conference or do you think he should stay away? I mean, I d- on his uh, Instagram, the, I think his latest post, he has a promoting his fight. There's just about a thousand comments last time I checked, probably even more now. Um, and people just slandering the guy, basically. <laughs> Not really yeah. any good comments at all. Um. Well, yeah, I think that like, is a fighter. Like what? Like what? I don't really think it's gonna would make any difference. Like to him going to the press conference, like, I don't really know. Like I can't really, I can't really speak speak for him. But it's just, yeah, I think that's what obviously what happens. You know, people find a thing, people can find something that they want to buy it on or whatever, and. I don't, I, yeah, I, to be honest, I don't really follow the situation oh, okay. that much. Like, I've seen, obviously, a little bit about it or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I, I wouldn't say I follow it closely as such. No. Um, well, lastly, I will have to ask you is uh, any shout-outs um, to give out? And, you know, the guy, the people you mentioned, as in the guys you do look up to a lot in your gym, the team you, you, that you're fighting out so you can please send me the link. I'll tag them in the description, both on YouTube and on Instagram. Yeah, 100%. Um, obviously, Andy, my coach. Um, Andy, Team JD, that's his Instagram. Um, he's obviously like... He's, he's he, my main my main pad man, like padding me every day, training me. Every day, as I said, he's always been there for me. Like he's, he's like a second dad. Um, but yeah, he's the man. Uh, Kieran, like he's 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 been down training with us. Um, for a while now. Like same again with him, sort of train train with him, sort of day day after day. Alfie, as I said, like literally just got back to the UK to be fair today, so I'm excited to see him. Um. There's loads of people. There's loads of people. I, don't, I couldn't even. <laughs> I couldn't even go on. Mike, um, another one of my sort of coaches, always been there, little teammate, fighter. So yeah, like everyone down the gym, you know, they're all they're all important to to every aspect. Jacob, thank you so much for coming on the show. And guys, if you've watched or listened right to the end to this point, don't forget to like and like and subscribe on YouTube. You can also catch the audio um copies of the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and all other um audio platforms online as well. Jacob, it looks like maybe when we speak again, I'll try we'll try and schedule this during the day. So you look knackered. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Top man, mate. Take care.